patience, practice, and peace. This morning as I was reading my devotionals, one of them was talking about being weighed down by clutter. Just the different tedious tasks that tend to take up a lot more of our time than they actually should. And the other one was about patience. I think it's really funny how patience keeps coming up lately. But I felt like both of these kind of coincided because when we get bogged down in the small things that take up a lot of our time and attention, then we're not focusing on God. And it takes away from our time with Him. And I think that actually causes our patience to run thin. I personally firmly believe that our patience lies within the realm of God's abilities. When you're faced with certain situations, sometimes you can't control your level of patience. But the one thing that you can do is to ask God to help you handle it and control yourself and how you react to it. Because reaction is a major step in growing your faith walk with Jesus. In the Bible, in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, it says, Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. So, to me, that's saying that if we commit to God the time that we need to, then He's going to help us do the things that we need to do. And understand me, I'm not saying that we... We should all react in a way that makes us seem like Disney princes and princesses because obviously that's not totally realistic. But we are God's princes and princesses and we should act, react, and behave like we are. When our tempers flare, our reactions should be Christ-based not flesh-based. Now, I know people that, I mean, they just fly off the handle when things go wrong. Even tiny things set them off. And it's, they tend to, uh, for lack of a better phrase, they kind of show their heinies. So, In my head, that's not showing the love of Jesus to anybody around them. And then there are people everywhere that wonder why Christianity is being shoved by the wayside. Well, I mean, if you you can act any way you want to and react to any situation the way you want, then what's the point in trying to get closer to God? Well, I I act that way now, so what's the difference? And I I think that's what a lot of people see, and that's what a lot of people think. But I'm going to tell you the difference. When Jesus gets a hold of your heart, when you pray that forgiveness of sin prayer, and you ask God to live in your heart and make you a child of God, bringing you salvation, forgiveness, and grace, when you do all of that, God truly gets a hold of your heart. He gets a really good grip on it. And in that moment, your life, your whole life 
your demeanor, your attitude, and your outlook actually changes. All of those things change. And I think that you, at that point, from then on, you make a conscious effort to behave differently. Now, that's not to say that it changes who you are because God made you in His image and not to be a carbon copy. It just simply means that you let your light shine where the darkness was before. And when you choose those little time-consuming tasks and you can't get it all done on your timeline, that's when your patience, get te- your, your patience gets tested and your true heart comes out. So I don't want you to get me wrong. This, I'm not in any way, form, or fashion posing a judgment on anyone. This is just a personal observation and, and actually part of my personal testimony because I have a really hot temper. And at one point in my life, I used to be able to make people cry when they made me mad or upset me. But now I cry at the drop of a hat. Now, don't get me wrong, I still have a hot temper, but it doesn't rear its ugly head like it used to. I, I react to things differently now than I did. We need to seek God. And Matthew plainly states that in chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So... If you are seeking God and His righteousness, His forgiveness, and His grace, then He's going to make you Christ-like. He's going to change those things about you. He's going to change how you react to things. And reaction is a huge part of being born again. God wants us to spend as much time with Him as possible. And it helps keep these crazy little flaws that we had before and still kind of carry with us intact. We all get impatient. All of us are going to get aggravated and we're going to get tested. But when your focus is more upward than down or even around you, It's going to make a huge difference in how you react to things and how you handle certain situations. That's where God steps in. He was like, you're a born-again person. Let me heal your heart. Let me heal your mind. We've got to fully rely on Him. We've got to unclutter our hearts and our minds so that we can seek Him more abundantly and more openly. There's more room for God when the nastiness gets removed. And we all know it's this simple. What you stay focused on is going to grow. So if you're staying focused on the negative and the ugliness of this world and the hot tempers and the short patience, and it, that's what's going to grow. So empty your heart and your mind. So that your life with God, your love of Jesus, so your spirit, all of those things can grow outwardly. God wants our whole heart and our whole mind. He doesn't want anything else in there. He's not unrealistic. He does know that he won't be the only thing taking up space in there. 
But that is his hope and his plan. But he should be taking up more space than anything else. That keeps all of the other little things kind of at bay. In Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, the Bible says we must keep our eyes on Jesus. You've got to remember to keep God at the front of your mind. Let Him control your reactions to things. Let the little things go by. Try not to take up too much time on the minuscule tasks that take your focus off God. He needs to be our first focus, our only focus. Because if we've got Jesus there where he needs to be, all of these other things, they're, they're going to get done. They're going to get done on God's timeline, not yours. You make your plans, you pray about them, and then you ask God to light your path and lead your way. Practice how you react to situations. Let God help you. Don't pray for patience, because that's that's when you get tested more than anything. But pray for your reaction to help God control how you react to certain things. Let God be your focus. Let God be your number one.